Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Coming up on Newsnight, Zoom Lion cited by Public Accounts Committee of Parliament for several irregularities in their dealings with district assemblies as it recommends that the DACF holds payments to Zoom Lion. The recommendation of the committee is that the administrator of the common fund stop the deduction that goes to Zoom Lion so the outstanding services are rendered and, and verified by the assembly. We have details from Parliament as former minority leader Harry Nadrisu fights the company's practice of paying its workers who sweep less than 30% of the amount received from government. A private contractor engaged to provide sanitation. That's because, but when you give him 800, a beneficiary end up getting 200 or 250. I do not think that that is neat enough or good enough. Also tonight. They are not doing their work well. Yes, they are not doing their work well and they lack the push to be called honorable. What they have to do for the people, they are not doing it. So it's more or less they are after their personal interests. As urban dwellers cite underperformance as a reason for their continuous apathy towards district level elections, the Electoral Commission is targeting at least 60% voter turnout on Tuesday. The enthusiasm level is very, very high. People are participating in their numbers. So we are also looking at something between 50 to 60%. And, and as a commission, we, we think that many Ghanaians are interested in the process. We'll also get to hear from the NCC, which says voting out non-performing assemblymen will significantly impact turnout and reverse policy that will make hospitals pay their own electricity bills, minority cautions government. It's about human life. The earlier this policy is reversed, this new policy we started June 2023, which is alien to our country. Since independence, we have never had this policy. It's so alien to our country. It must be reversed. The health minister must come and tell us why they introduced this policy. We have details as health and energy ministers are directed to work with the health committee to resolve this issue and later in politics. I'm saying we can be a candidate. So, like I said, you're going to be a candidate. I'm 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 going to be a candidate. Former President Mahama's response to chiefs as they intensify lobbying for their subjects. The latest is the Sishiriosu chief who is pushing for the deputy minority leader, Emmanuel Amakufibuato, picked for the slot. And in business, Ghana likely to witness maturity date extension on debts with China rather than reduction on interest rates. And in sports, Black Stars legend Stephen Apia believes the delayed finalization of the team's AFCON camping plans could be a huge distraction to the players. And much later, we attempt to find the persons who are taunting and hating Sarkodie so much that he's dedicated many of his songs to address them. Every hour, but I came even harder, you 
piano is FM, but I've been screaming louder. I made all this magic like I rock a Diarana for Yemen, but still I'm I wanna stay with us here on News Night. We will take your views also 0551111997. And let's start from Parliament where Zoom Lie on Ghana Limited has been cited tonight by the Public Accounts Committee. Uh, for a number of irregularities in his dealing with the district assemblies across the country. Well, according to the committee's report, Zoom Lion was paid some monies by the district assemblies common fund for the supply of some equipment, but the company did not supply them, contrary to law. We can hear from member of the committee, Roxon Nelson Dapamakbo, recount some of the irregularities and their recommendation that the funds must be recovered from Zoom Lion. The committee established that Zoom Lion Ghana Limited um, was paid some monies but failed to supply the necessary sanitation equipment to the, uh, the various assemblies. Mr. Speaker, the committee determined that deductions were made from the accounts of two assemblies and paid to Zoom Lion for the supply of sanitation for equipment to improve the sanitation uh, in the areas under what they call the Sanitation Improvement Program, which is SIP. However, the company did not supply the items to the assemblies, contrary to Regulation 79 of the PFM Act. Uh, no, Regulation 79 of the uh, PFM Regulation 2019 LI 2378. And Mr. Speaker, the, the details as established by the committee as follows. The BNE and also the five. Mr. Uh, Mr. Speaker, three skip tracks and 20 number two, 12 cubic meters refuse containers, Mr. Speaker, were to have been supplied, but they were not. Out of the three, one uh, was not supplied and four refuse containers between the period January 2019 to December 2021. Mr. Speaker, what I think as a committee we can also do is at the time that we are submitting the report, we could also obtain an update that between the period of the default, whether at the time we are presenting the report, the irregularity has been regularized. The other dispute involved is the Mampo Municipal, where again, three skip tracks and 20 number 12 cubic meter refuse containers. One of the skip tracks was not supplied, and eight refuse containers was also not supplied. Again, paragraph 7 sub 3 of the report established that uh, Zoom Lion again uh, failed to, uh, even though some monies were deducted from four assemblies for similar services, that is the fumigation services in these respective assemblies, the, the services were not undertaken. And that's a human not dispute. Service not provided, the indication is that the broken down skip track was not repaired or replaced. Mr. Speaker, the choir municipal. That is uh, the, the, the the rating of the public market fumigation. Mr. Speaker, it was not done between January 2019 and December 2021. The, the, the recommendation of the committee is that the administrator of the common fund should stop the deductions uh, that, that goes to Zoom Lion as a result of the implementation of the SIP program until the outstanding services are rendered and, and verified by the assembly. That's a, a member of the Public Accounts Committee of Parliament, Roxanne Nelson Dapamak, for raising the issue in Parliament today. And my colleague, a Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent, Kweku Asante, joins us on the line. Kweku, first off, um, address for us what exactly triggered this issue in Parliament. Well, MFA, so Parliament was discussing the utilisation of the District Assembly's Common Fund. We know that MPs have been concerned that the District Assembly Common Fund is mainly not used for the purpose of which the state puts those money. And in fact, there are a plethora of contracts that exist between various district assemblies and Zoom Lion, for instance, for several services, supply of trucks, sanitation services, fumigation services, that are not done. So Parliament was probing the Auditor General's report 
on the utilization of the Digital Assembly's Common Fund and the, the report of the Public Accounts Committee had come before the House. A motion had been moved and seconded and Parliament was discussing the integrities of some of those contracts that have been signed between assemblies and Zoom Lion, for instance, that have not really been honest, despite monies having to pay to Zoom Lion. Whilst you reposition yourself, Kweku, I know that the former minority leader, Harun Idrisu, also has been raising some concerns about the sanitation workers that Zoom Lion employ. Tell us more. Well, MFA, the, the crux of the argument put forth by the former minority leader, the Tamale South, is that the government of Ghana pays a certain amount of money to Zoom Lion to render a certain service. And then when this amount of money is paid to what is called a service provider, Zoom Lion then pays those people. For instance, the sweeping contract they go sweep the street. According to our it does not make sense. The government will pay about 800 CDs to Zoom Lion. The Zoom Lion will only pay 200 CDs to the seated and forget the rest of service charge. You know, Zoom Lion, when we pass the Youth Employment Act, and leader will recall even some of the negotiations in his uh, office, we said that separate beneficiary allowances from service charges. Zoom Lion is a service provider. Let Common Fund and the state pay him as a private contractor engaged to provide sanitation. That's because but when you give him 800 and beneficiaries end up getting 200 or 250, I do not think that that is neat enough or good enough. We should have a way of dealing with beneficiary allowances. It should go straight to those in the sanitation model. I still even recall that far back 2016, Mr. Speaker, as minister then, I wrote to the Youth Employment Agency to audit the numbers for the sanitation model. When you say you have 45,000 persons on the sanitation model, where? And we, the Youth Employment must separate beneficiary allowances from what they give him as service uh, provider. Then finally, uh, Mr. Speaker, you see it in paragraph 7.3, when they are talking about payments which are contrary. The former minority leader, Harun Idrisu, they're raising concerns about the sanitation workers and how much they're paid by Zoom Lion, even though they're getting around 800 CDs for each sanitation worker. We're told they're only paying them 300 CDs of that amount. And we've been trying to reach a Zoom Lion, just one, a group of companies, especially Zoom Lion, on this. As it stands now, they are unavailable uh, to speak to us on this particular issue. They've also mentioned that a statement will be issued in due course. But let me bring in a member um, of the Public Accounts Committee, Roxanne Nelson in the Palmer, who raised this issue in Parliament. We are grateful for your time here on Newsnight. So I've heard you outline a number of concerns you have, especially with the dealings of Zoom Lion. Which period are we talking about, you'd say? Thank you very much. We speak of the 2021 uh, fiscal year. Um, the reports, this report is respect of the audited accounts of the district assemblies Common fund um, and its utilization and other strategic funds. Now, the report that generated the debate, uh, I started the issues uh, to raising the issues and then other members came in. If you look at um, starting from page uh, eight of the report, paragraph seven, subparagraph two, uh, the first issue is against Zoom Lion. It's in respect of sanitation equipment not supplied by Zoom Lion Ghana, even though deductions have been made at source. Now, between the period January 2019 and December 2021, and that's two years, the, no, that's three years, I should say, uh, Zoom Lion in Bebiani and Yasu, the Quiet, Municipal Assembly, and the Mampo Municipal Assembly, was detailed to supply three skid trucks. Uh, but they ended up supplying one. Then they were also supply. They were also supposed to supply twelve uh, refuse containers. In respect of Bajani and Yasu Bakwai, they supplied four, leaving eight outstanding. Then in respect of Mampo Municipal, out of the twelve to be supplied, they supplied eight, leaving four containers. Um, further down, mm -hmm. that up to paragraph seven, paragraph three, um, some deductions were further 
and all these matters which law because uh, in respect of paragraph seven well, well, Mr. Rice Nelson, we've been playing yeah. a part of um, your submissions in Parliament, yeah. but the key okay. concern is, at least it's not the first time we are hearing about such irregularities yeah. when it comes to Zoom yeah. Lion in particular. And uh, yeah. I'm happy to hear that the Public Accounts Committee is making some directions. But really, from 2021, how is it that these irregularities still persist, even though your committee has made several uh, recommendations in that regard? Now, the, the remedy lies in Parliament proceeding pursuant to Article 187, Clause 6. Now, the, the effect of this provision is that when the Public Accounts Committee interrogates Auditor General's report, it shall subject the report to debate, and if there are matters arising, Parliament is mandated under this constitutional provision to set up a committee to look into the matter to deal with those matters arising. What are the matters arising? These are some of the matters arising from the report. So now the pendulum has swung back fully onto Parliament to set up this post-audit scrutiny committee. It's supposed to be a very small committee that's supposed to give effect to all the matters that will, that will be that will be raised in the Auditor General's report for the committee to pursue the issues and seek remedy for them. Until we set up that committee, we will debate the report, the recommendations contained, the report will be adopted, but it won't, but nothing will happen. But, but we don't have any indication as to when this particular committee will be uh, set up. In, indeed, when we took some other reports on Monday, three days ago, we were assured, we were given full assurance by the majority leader and leader of government business as well as the speaker himself was escuchas ese rugido sientes la experiencia de poder la emoción de la libertad ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura nueva ram 1500 hecha para vivir ram es una marca registrada de fca us llc in the city at the time that we took this report and and informed that perhaps before we rise on the 22nd of december which is next week this committee will fully, fully be established to deal with these matters arising from the report. And I heard you talk about the District Assembly Common Fund. You're asking that they halt the payments to Zoom Lion. Has that formal communication been made to the District Assembly Common Fund? Or is no, just no, the talking this These are matters that arose from the report mm. just, just a couple of hours ago. And so I'm, I'm sure that if the committee is set up, then these further directions will be communicated officially to them. Okay. The other concern of the House is that some deductions, the deductions are actually affected at source. That is, that is at source means at the, either the Secretariat of the Administrator of the Common Fund before the monies get to the Assembly. There are deductions. So the Assemblies do not exercise control. Mm -hmm. And that is what people think that it should be checked. If there are any deductions to be made, send the money to the assembly and let the assembly effect the deduction per the work that has been done and verified. Okay. Yeah. Well, we, we, these this are issues that uh, we'll definitely uh, pursue further, especially the concerns that have also been raised by um, Harun Idrisu, uh, the former minority leader. These are issues that we've been talking about over the period, and definitely uh, there's not the last we're hearing of it. Roxon Nelson, the member of the Public Accounts Committee. And let's stay in Parliament because this is another controversy that erupted today over a directive to public hospitals to pay their own electricity bills using their internally generated funds. The minority side in the House, they want the government to immediately reverse that directive. The health minister, uh, early this year in June, issued a directive and saying the hospitals, they have been forced to make the payments. Uh, today, speaking in Parliament, uh, after a statement had been made by MP for Tyne, Samuel Kujita Blakwa, described the new policy as outrageous and must be reversed. Well, we heard today, from the Tyne MP Adamu Suleimana, who delivered a statement uh, uh, but following the concerns in his own constituency, where it, the major hospital there has been disconnected by Netco due to its indebtedness to the power producer to the tune of some 7 million CDs. The operations theater that directly serves, that's directly connected to the central air conditioning system, without which there is practically no area 
erasing within. The suggestion to put up a split or policy system will also lead to loss of luminal or undirectional airflow in the theater. Mr. Speaker, due to the latest disconnection, the following is the current state of the hospital. All surgeries have been put on hold and have been respect to the Methodist Hospital in Wenchi. All referrals to the facility are also being directed to nearby district hospitals. The Light Wave Health Information Management System for seeing patients and prescribing, prescri prescribing can be used that patients are being seen on sheets of papers without access to their medical history and equipment. So that's uh, the Tyne MP there making that um, statement on the floor of Parliament. Seven million CDs is what that hospital accumulated. Kweku, and uh, this matter came up, and the chairman of the Mines and Energy Committee, Atachi, I wanted to know how the hospital accumulated that much debt. Yes, MFR, while the Mines and Energy Committee is sympathetic to the hospital, he believes that these companies that are providing electricity have also run, given their historic losses that they've been recording over the past two years. And so he was questioning why the hospital was making such huge losses over these past few months. The hospital will thrive on power supply. I cannot imagine that somebody is on the operating theater, operating table, and then uh, there's a power uh, disconnection. So we are all very much sensitive to the nature the hospital is run and how we should respect human beings. Honorable Speaker, the maker of the statement is very, very sensitive to the plight of fellow Ghanaians and associate myself with him. Sometimes it's not just the fact that we don't care about people, but how the hospital is also run. He never divulged to us. And at what span of time uh, there was an accumulation of electricity bill to the tune of 7 million Ghana cities. Meanwhile, we are aware that over time there are some charges that some should be used to settle some of these payments. So there are management challenges as well, and we should pry into that. Now, why should the management of a hospital be conducted in a manner that the hospital will come to owe 7 million Ghana cities? Over what stretch of time? Were there no plans to liaise with um, the, uh, the power, um, electricity, or whatever entity was applying the uh, power to negotiate that these are challenges and you know how sensitive the plight of our patients are. Well, so that's uh, the chairman of the Mines and Energy Committee. We're still with us. But let's hear uh, from the Noftong MP, Samuel Okujetua Blakwa. After making his calls, he then directed that or called on the speaker to direct that that decision be rescinded. The Honorable Chairman of the Energy and Mines Committee has talked about the accumulation of bills and that we should look at the management style of hospitals across the country. But what the Honorable Chairman of the Mines and Energy Committee, my good friend, the Honorable Atachia, who I have enormous respect for, failed to ask a fundamental question. Whose duty was it to pay? Who has accumulated the arrears? They were told in June that the new policy from the Ministry of Finance is that government will no longer absorb the electricity bills and that they have to raise the funds themselves. It is June this year that the policy changed. Only this year, June. Only June this year. I mean, it's a matter I have pursued because the Bato Catholic Hospital, Mr. Speaker, will you believe that their ECG bills, they have to pay 115,000 cities monthly. 150,000, and sometimes their entire IGA for the whole month doesn't get to this amount. And they said that not too long ago, they used to pay just about 57,000 cities. So the bills are going up. And we are talking about human lives. And you disconnect hospitals. Imagine 
you are a theater, you are being operated upon. It can happen to any of us. We are constantly on the move. You are touring your constituency, and God forbid there's an accident, they need to perform emergency surgery on you, and then the lights go off like that. At least, as for hospitals, they must be exempted from this disconnection. They have to be exempted, especially as this is a new policy. They have to be exempted. I mean, imagine preterm babies who are in incubators, and then they disconnect. We are just killing the children. And it is crucial. It's about human life. It's about the right to life. And the earlier this policy is reversed, this new policy we started June 2023, which is alien to our country. Since independence, we have never had this policy. It's so alien to our country. It must be reversed. The health minister must come and tell us why they introduced this policy. And Kweku, tell us what the directive of the speaker was on this matter. Well, the speaker was first off informed that the lights had now been restored at a kind hospital by the majority chief, Frank Anodon Prem. But the speaker of parliament was concerned about this directive. He asked that the health and energy ministers work together with the health committee of parliament to ensure that this decision that has been taken by the health ministry will either be reversed or a general situation will be looked at. Uh, I'm happy to hear that power has indeed been restored to the facility. But um, I think I will direct that the Ministry of Health and that of Energy should work together to find a lasting solution with regards to our hospitals uh, in relation to their electricity bills. Because hospitals, whether you like it or not, are considered to be essential facilities and they should not experience power cuts in whatever form. So I would direct that the Ministry of Energy and uh, Minister of Health should put themselves together and come out with a solution as to how this uh, electricity builds. Because uh, today's time that has come up, but listening to contributors, it, it appears it cuts across most of the hospitals in the country. And uh, again, based on the uh, recommendation, we will refer this statement to the health committee to also look into the matter. Well, so that's um, the issue about uh, that directive on hospitals actually paying their own electricity bills with internally generated funds. And we'll see if this directive will be reversed, which started in June. You're still listening to News Night here on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM. Let's do business. George, we are faced here with the very latest. George, what do we have? I have a lot in business, but a beautiful hairstyle as well. Thank you, George. Mm. Well, coming up, Ghana likely to witness maturity date extension on debt to China rather than interest payment reduction. And Bank of Ghana advances $20 million to the bulk oil distributors to aid fuel imports. The Business News on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business. Kingdom Books and Stationery, Sintas Tanks, and Pepsodent, Herbal, and Charcoal. Visited Kweku at his funky new office to congratulate him on opening his business. And man, was I impressed. The business is just moving quick. The sales, customers, everything is just working seamlessly. The secrets, hmm. He said, it's MTN Business Broadband. In this fast-paced environment, we need fast and reliable internet to support all business types. No laggy online meetings, great download and upload speeds, impeccable business management systems, all-inclusive. I mean, you can have it all. Shout! I signed on immediately. <laughs> to enable your business stay ahead and stay connected, make sure you're signed on to the best internet made just for businesses. MTN Business Broadband. Sign up today on broadband.mtn.com.gh and manage your account on my MTN app. Call 0244-308-111 for more information. We are good together everywhere you go. Son. 
everyone. We are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom, and my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 40 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUSD Campus, UCC Cape Coast, and now at the Marina Mall, Airport City. Or call us 0302 7641017642097692. Visit our website, www.kingdomgh.com. your water needs. Syntex has it all. Syntex tank was first to introduce double layer tank and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana and now introduces the customer specs order which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex tanks gives you the biggest warranty of 7 years which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, Choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi 0505-555-666. Or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank, a year strong, a year tough. It is your time to vote for your assembly members and unit committee members. So get involved and vote. Citizens of Ghana, this is an urgent call from the National Commission for Civic Education, NCCE. District-level election is here again. This year's election will take place on the 19th of December, 2023. Every four years, Ghanaians are enjoined to elect citizens to serve as assembly and unit committee members to help facilitate the development of your community and the district. The time to exercise that civic duty is now. On Tuesday, December 19th, 2023, visit your voting center between 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. with your valid voter's ID card and cast your vote to elect your preferred candidate. Remember, democracy begins at the local governance level. Your vote counts. Vote for development change agents. Vote for Ghana. A message from the National Commission for Civic Education, NCCE. Escuchas ese rugido. ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Keep buying your luckiest ticket with Star 712 Hash as an individual, a group, an association, or even a community, and stand a chance of winning in the community draw or the ultimate draw on 23rd of December. Be the luckiest on Star 712 Hash and win millions. Ticket sale starts on October 4th, 2023, and draw date is on 23rd December 2023. Play responsibly, not for persons under 18 years. This promotion is regulated by the NLA on the Caritas platform. Win millions on Star 712 Hash. You could be the luckiest. 
You welcome back to Business on Newsnight. Now, Ghana is likely to witness maturity date extension on its debt with China rather than interest payment reduction. Now, that's to warn and coming from the U.S.-China Economic Review Commission report. There is more in the following analysis. This is one of the conclusions one may end up with after going through the report that U.S.-China Economic Review Commission had put together for the U.S. Congress in November this year. The commission, which was put together to track trade development between the two countries, came to this conclusion based on how China has handled other countries in this similar position. The commission's warning is coming at a time that Ghana is struggling to reach a deal with the Chinese government. This is to help reduce the interest that Ghana will pay to China on its debt, as well as review the date that payment will be made on the various debts that is rounding up to more than $30 billion. These are loans that Ghana has taken from China after it got all its debt cancelled after it completed the Highly Poor Countries Initiative. The report also raised concerns on how the Chinese government has made it difficult for all the proposals put forward by the multilateral institutions when it comes to dealing with the debt of these distressed countries like Ghana. And that is the business dex report. Meanwhile, political risk economist Dr. Tuo Champon says government may have to review its proposed debt restructuring terms to help China soften its stance quickly. We were pushing for what 30 to 40 percent or so uh, haircut on the commercial side, and I suspect a similar thing with the bilateral creditors. We may have to come down uh, a little bit. Zambia's uh, one was around 18, 20 percent. And that probably could be a basis for a negotiation and concluding of the deal um, before the end of the year. Because the point really for me is that the more uncertainty that we, we have, the more this ends up, you know, hurting uh, the economy, especially as we get into early next year with the traditional pressures that you see on your exchange rate. So it would be good if this was concluded by the end of this year. And then going into next year, citizens, investors, everyone is, is pretty clear that the second tranche of the money from the IMF is coming. And then going forward, the whole structural reform and policy credibility agenda is still on course. Political risk economist Dr. Chiu Echampong. The enforcement team of the Ghana Revenue Authority is back on the field with this special complaint and exercise, enforcement exercise. Now, this follows failure of some shop owners and businesses to honor their VAT obligations despite warnings from the Ghana Revenue Authority. Chief Revenue Officer of the Ghana Revenue Authority, Reverend John Yaobabeng, who led the team, cautioned businesses to expect more action from the Ghana Revenue Authority as it gets ready to end the year. In the first place, by the brisk nature of the activities, they should have own computer-generated invoice where they are using the cash still. They are not using that. And they don't even, they don't issue the VAT invoice. They do highly selective issuance of tax invoice. Even then, it's a problem. So revenue is highly at risk. And we had no option than to go in, take all their documents, that is the supplier's invoices. We have also taken their own invoices. We will do the required audits. But as a stance, we are them under section 58 of the VAT Act 870 for non-issuance of VAT invoice. Chief Revenue Officer, the Ghana Revenue Authority, Reverend John Yao Boabing. The Bank of Ghana will advance $20 million to the bulk oil distribution companies to aid fuel imports for the next month. Now, this was done through the auction program by the central bank to these oil importers. In terms of pricing, the Bank of Ghana is planning to sell a dollar to these firms at 11 Ghana cities, $95. Now, this is lower than the current market price that the commercial banks are selling to their clients. Now, these importers had in the past complained that they want a process where they could get dollars lower than what is being sold on the market. Meanwhile, this move may go a long way to help stabilize prices of petroleum products at the pumps. Now, this is because the price of crude oil over the past weeks has seen some significant reduction. And the only reason why we have not seen that reflect at the pumps is about how the city had fared over the past weeks. 
Now, more airlines are benefiting immensely from the pickup in passengers arriving at the Kotoka International Airport. The development has forced some of these airlines to increase frequencies to Accra, as well as introduce new scheduled flights to the country. Now, the Ministry of Transport, in a recent interview with Joy Business, revealed that we are currently getting close to numbers that we got in the pre-pandemic era. Now, British Airways is one of these airlines said to have benefited from this, and this Chief Officer of Planning and Strategy, Neil Alan Chanov has been speaking to Joy Business. Demand, I would say, is at or exceeding 2019 levels, um, specifically, as I said, across Accra, specifically um, between Ghana and London. Um, and so we have seen strong demand development there, uh, probably stronger demand recovery than we have seen in routes in other regions that we do fly to. But that's the fact that the demand has picked up and that is impacting on you. Yeah, have, you know, look, having having strong demand, um, you know, makes the flight very successful and is what obviously leads us then to say, hey, we should add more capacity because it looks like the demand is exceeding the, the supply that we have in the market. And, and it's part of the reason why since 2022, you know, we have had, as I mentioned, our, our largest aircraft, second to the A380, in order to provide the most seats into the market. And Chief Officer at British Airways in charge of planning and strategy, Neil Alan Chenov. Let's turn our attention to the stock market. And if you had invested from January to now, you've reached your investment, you've got an average of more than 28%. On the market, there wasn't any price change today that could affect investors that bad. And that's all uh, for business on uh, Newsnight. Back to you. Thank you. Uh, very I started bringing much. already, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, very okay, important. Okay. Let's do some of your messages. Kofi Seydou in Kodongo says it's inhumane and unacceptable for Zoom Lion to take 800 Ghana cities from government and pay a paltry 200 or 300 Ghana cities to the cleaners under this excruciating hardship. How can a worker survive with 200 cities per month? And uh, Kofi Protocol says after plunging this country into such excruciating hardship, is the Kofado government asking hospitals to pay their electricity? bills which will be rolled on to the patients to pay and uh, that's his question and Musa Batwa in Aswasi says I essentially agree with Samu Kujetua Blackwa the policy is inimical to the larger interests of Ghanaians so it must be reversed quickly because it's going to dredge more corruption in the health sector. Hashtag News 90 Art. Comrade Isatami Mwimboku says no serious nation will give 12.5 billion um, CDs as tax exemptions to family and friends and expect to collect 11 billion from citizens as taxes. It's not surprising that Ghana Beyond Aid has failed even before it was launched. Uh, the reason we struggled to meet the IMF deal and that's some of your messages that you sent in and Danny Granting is here uh, let's clear sports then we go on to some other stories hello Danny Hi, my father. Let's go straight into the stories. And former Black Stars captain Stephen Apia believes the delayed finalization of the team's AFCON camping plans could be a huge distraction to the players. Deputy Sports Minister Ivan Sopoku Bobi recently revealed that his ministry still has no idea where the Black Stars will pitch camp ahead of the AFCON next month. Apia believes such details must be sorted out well ahead of time to help the players focus on the competition. Well, it brings it brings a lot of distractions because I mean, at the end of the day, when you are going to a tournament, you want everything to be done uh, some weeks or months before you travel to to the tournament. And as you're saying, here we are, we still even don't know the venues that the uh, the team will go and camp and all that. So uh, we hope that whatever is happening, they know better, and they should finalize everything earlier on. So. Um, our boys who go to uh, camp in peace, they will represent Ghana in the Afghan Cote d'Ivoire and we'll see what they will, they will come out with. You had former Black Stars captain Stephen Apia speaking there, bringing an end to sports. Back to you, MFA. And this is your election headquarters and we are focusing on the district assembly elections coming up on Tuesday. And we're gearing up for that um, election and the EC we've been hearing from them tonight. They've set an ambitious target of 60% voter turnout in various districts, including conflict-prone areas such as Boko and Inquanta, where efforts are being intensified to ensure a smooth and secure electoral process. Let's hear from the Deputy Commissioner in charge of corporate services, Dr. Bosman Asari, in an interview with my colleague Mame Esi Nyamiche Thompson. 
We are going out of our way to ensure that everyone takes part. We know there are many people who registered in their, in their hometowns and they may be living outside the hometown. So we want the information to get to them so that they will be adequately prepared to go to these places to go and exercise the franchise. I want to know the response you're getting since your education, I mean what you just spoke about, has the, has the response been positive? No, I think from our perspective the response has been very, very uh, positive largely because you know in 2019 we had almost about 37, 38% turnout nationally. But this time, based on the feedback we are getting from uh, the commercials we are running mm -hmm. for the electoral areas, the information coming to us is that the enthusiasm level is very, very high. People are participating in their numbers. So we are also looking at something between 50 to 60%. Wow. And, and as a commission, we, we think that many Ghanaians are interested in the process and the measures we've also put in place should be able to ensure that people come out in their numbers. The concern is also that mostly people in the urban areas hardly participate in these elections. How confident are you that they will partake in this exercise? No, I think uh, the, the data is very, very clear that in the urban centers, especially regions like Greater Accra and Accra proper, and you look at Ashanti region, Kumasi proper, usually the turnout has been very, very low in these two places. And, and, and other major cities like Cape Coast, Takrade, Sunyani, etc. But this year, uh, we, we, based on what the work we are doing, and what the assembly members themselves are moving around, telling people about their programs, their manifestos, what they intend to do in their various communities. We get the feeling that the urban center numbers will increase. It may, that may not still compare to what will happen in rural regions and rural communities, but we, we expect to do better than what we did in 2019. Let's come to the logistics. How many of your officials are out there, have the statistics you need to ensure a transparent um, election? Has it already gone out? Currently, the item that must be at the district level, they are all there. We still have some few items that must go. But per our work plan, we anticipate that by the end of this week, every district should have everything they need to be able to. Uh, training of the officials who are going to be doing the elections, the trainings have started. We've done the national training. We've done the regional one. Currently, as we speak now, we have started training at the district level. So, Boxman Asari talks about the problem, which is you find them in the cities where there is very low turnout. MFR Power and Co., affluent middle class people, they really don't value the district level elections as much. That's not true. That's not true. Who is assembly member again? <laughs> I asked you this two days ago, two days on, you still don't know. That says it all. And Marcel Ogla, my colleague, has been trying to find out why exactly. He went to the cantonments area here in Accra, a very affluent part of town. And speaking to people that they told him why. Because the assembly members, he said, they tell him, have been prioritizing the title over actual responsibilities contributing to their disinterest. Some experts have raised concerns about the disinterest in district level elections. They have said that to generate excitement in the elections, political parties should be made to participate. Well, the Minister for Local Government and Rural Development, Dan Butchery, has expressed similar concerns. He says the historical disinterest in district-level elections is more prevalent in urbanized communities. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Communities. We normally have very good turnout in the districts, especially in the towns and villages. But when we come to the very urbanized areas, the turnout is very low. At least this year, we should get people interested to participate in this district level election exactly a week today. And we aim at getting at least 50% turnout. Some persons we've been engaging here in the urban areas have cited non-performance as the reason. Uh, I'm One of the factors is that uh, the assemblymen are not helping us. 
they are not doing what the electoral area or what is supposed to be done. If you go to my area, for instance, at least we don't have enough uh, refuse uh, beans, and the uh, assemblymen are doing nothing about it. So we are begging them, if they want us to vote, then they should perform their duties as assemblymen in our electoral area. They are not doing their work well. Yes, they are not doing their work well, and they lack the post to be called honorable. Yeah, that's that's what I can say about it. Most of um, people are not getting the benefits out of this uh, assembly election and that stuff. And um, the assembly men maybe when voted for they, to my perspective, I think that what they have to do for the people, they are not doing it. So it's more or less they after their personal interest. People, they are not doing that because of money. They will go into assembly and get the money and they sit back. So I think people are not getting what they have to get from them. So that is why they don't want to participate in it. Yes. That's Let's say your own excuse uh, for why you don't want to participate or are not interested, but you cannot have an excuse now because now you know it's happening next week. Don't be like Emma Papa. Uh, share your thoughts. Zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. What's it name again? Ashley. <laughs> Well, let's stay a while longer on this subject because the district level election, as you know, is one dominated by men, like most things. But we're getting some strong women who really want to take this on. 29-year-old uh, woman Zainab Hassan is one of them. He's seeking to make history as the first lady to ever contest a district level election in the Kokote electoral area in the Shanti region. My colleague has more. Zainab Al-Hassan reviews some of the challenges she has faced when she decided to contest the district-level election. Oh, I would say it was a mixed reaction. And so a lot of people are happy that I came up. Then there's the other side. Of course, you can't aspire for any political position and not expect the other side to come at you. We've had uh, people tell me that, um, oh, you're a woman. Go and concentrate on marriage. You're a woman. Do this. People actually came to my father to tell him to ask me to step down. They didn't come once. They didn't come twice. They came several times. And I believe it's because they think I am a woman. Because they, we have four other men content, uh, contesting. Why are you not asking them to step down? But you're asking me to step down. Teenage pregnancy and poor sanitation at the Kokote electoral area have been major challenges in the area. Zainab wants to lead the crusade to tackle the menace if elected as assembly member. I believe as someone who has gone to school, someone who knows a little bit about it, going in and out of the assembly and everything, I will be the best person to lead my people to get the things that we deserve as Ghanaians. Currently, I work as a research assistant at the Parliament of Ghana. And being at the Parliament, I have seen the things that are handed to MPs to be moved to their various constituencies, to be given to various assemblies in the constituencies. And so seeing all this, it tells me that a lot of things are going on in the country that the citizenry must benefit from. Okotu market is one of the biggest markets we find here. But the market is so dirty, the market is so deprived of a lot of basic things that a market, a thriving market should have. We don't even have security men to protect the market. And the only reason why we are taking it as it is is because there's no one who stood up and spoken against it. And so I believe that if I'm given the opportunity to become the assembly member, these are some of the things that I will look into to ensure that those who are being paid to do their job, they actually do the job that they are being paid to do. Although the district-level election is non-partisan, some assembly members at Kokote in the Ofenso Municipality Assembly are politicizing the polls. This adversely affects aspirants who are not affiliated to any political party. I am here for them. I am here for the people of Kokote. I'm not here based on any political party. I'm not representing any political party. Although even in assembly elections, it's not even supposed to be partisan. But at this point in our lives in, as Ghanaians, we've turned assembly elections into partisan politics, which is not supposed to be so. But I am not here for any political party. Mm.
so um, that's um, Zainab Al Hassan's story there. In fact, you know what they say: if you want the job done, give it to a woman. If you want someone to talk, it should be a man. So in the district assembly elections, uh, we are vying for all the women uh, to be voted on Tuesday. Now, uh, we'll stay a while longer on politics and um, the NDC flag bearer, John Mahama, may have stated that he will name his running mate in 2024. But whilst we wait, the lobbying has intensified. In fact, chiefs are joining the lobbying um, of the NDC leader to pick their indigents. First, we heard from the Bono East chief uh, there who raised concerns and then asked John Mahama to pick Eric Opoku, you remember? I do. Well, today, uh, the latest, we are still on the lobbying spree, and the chief of Seshiri also, Katechie Kwesi Bumangama II, is also asking that John Mahama picks Imano Amakufibwa. Listen to John Mahama's response. the <laughs> candidate. And so, like I said, your bumpy, the Kango Bono said, a quiet, your day, a year running mate, no, your true constitution. And also, it seems that in every region I go, they propose a candidate that they want. But I will say, let's pray. I mentioned in the Bono region that there are constitutional rules governing how to select a candidate. Nanyamin Kwa, and I, you said, Nifano, a May. Functional Executive Committee and the Council of Elders and your DAT boom. Na ya share Lester and go for a sefata set ye uni perfume. And see your share salis na near na ya ya dream back near uni pabaku. It is between myself, functional executives, and the council of elders who go through a number of people. Nasaju median so a fear bay and ye bay. So he's asking them to pray. Well, uh, Dr. Baumia is also on a thank you tour. He was in Boko yesterday, and amongst others, they've been concerned about the conflict there. Listen to his promise to, that his administration as president will not discriminate against any tribe in Ghana. President, by the grace of God, I shall uphold and defend the constitution of the Republic of Ghana and ensure that the state of Ghana is peaceful and secure. Your Royal Majesty, I am running to become president for Ghana, and I will be president for all. Well, so that's um, on the campaign trail started building Ghana tour and the thank you tour. And just before we go, I know you love, love Sarkodie. But really, who are the people haunting and taunting him such that all his songs are focused on haters? Well, features editor Jojo Kobna comes through his verses and has this report. Abede, number one, I'm the best MC from the ghetto, C9, cemetery, don't test me. To say Sarkodie has flow and laced the toughest bars would be an understatement. He possesses an unparalleled flow and delivers the most formidable bars. Undoubtedly, Kinsak Kodier stands as one of Ghana's biggest musical exports to the world. Consistently, Sakodier crafts musical responses to those who criticize him. Take, for example, the track Adonai. <laughs> And there is Ufei Chong. In his composition, See You Flow, he once again confronts his detractors. Further intensifying his response to his adversaries, he elevates his rebuke in rollies and cigars. Even in the introductory track of No Pressure album, let's cue to the 26 seconds mark of the song where he vehemently addresses his critics. It is evident that his favorite lyrical theme revolves around messages to his haters as captured also in Married to the Game. Disdain for detractors transcends his solo work 
even in collaborations like Kim Promises CCTV. Sarkodie doesn't shy away from delivering scalding verses to his enemies. The burning question is, who are those individuals so averse to Sarkodie that they fuel his rap narratives? In a recent release, Otang unveiled last week, Sarkodie dedicates an entire song to his haters. They counted me out, but I came even harder. Yeah, P.I. Mr. Fem, but I've been screaming louder. I made all this magic like I rack a dabra. Yeah, Ghana for Yemen, but still I'm a baba. Can't trust a person who sell out for dollar. My value control like a vintage Impala. I will be on your man down for cause I know a lot of you haters and the crowd all this power. Leaving us to ponder whether the latest track marks the culmination of his musical responses to detractors. Well, we will never know. Jojo Kobna. Join news. Wasting my time just to fight all these demons. Uh, idols go tend to your rivals. Pray and just pick up your Bible. Y'all don't know why you can't get That's uh, one of his latest songs out there on mm-hmm. uh, YouTube. Are you disappointing your fans? No. Drop the bars and let's go. Make <laughs> no, I'm, me I'm, proud. I'm, I'm retired. Abeko, please drop the I'm drop, retired. Dro- I'm drop retired. the instrumentals. I'm, I'm retired. Drop the instrumentals. It's on. Now let's go. No. Huh? There's, there's only new, new Snice 6 tune in the background. <laughs> <laughs> But you can still rap over the new Snysic tune. Yeah, come and see me, Chimba. Oh, Masai. Drop it, drop it, let's go. Oh, there's a, little, there's a lady here who's actually It has a nothing music. to do with your rapping, bro. Bro, my presence has nothing to do. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC.